TC and Jake. What a two twenty two twenty two podcast we have lined up for you folks. <laughs> it's going to be too much stuff. It's a good thing we're doing two this week because it's going to be too much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know based on looking at my Twitter feed, what everyone wants, number one. Yeah. I haven't looked in a little while. I looked once and could kind of tell where this was headed and thought maybe we'll re-rack and try tomorrow, TC. It seemed like most of my people were, were I mean, you know, some of them were like, ooh, she's bad. Hey, dude, amazing take. <laughs> yes, she's bad. If that's all you can get out of life is other people are bad. I mean, it's all of them. I was reflecting today. I'm not the first one to observe this, but isn't it amazing what having more access to other people via social media has done to convince you that, like, it used to be that I would look at somewhere like San Francisco and be like, you know, well, first of all, the the social media hadn't yet taught me that, uh, in fact, um, the the Democrats are, are, you know, leave something to be wanted. So I, I was like, well, it's a bunch of people who live in a big city. They vote for Democrats. I also live in a big city. Uh, yeah, I'd probably just like these people. Right. And now I have to look at the... I, did you see the, the the post of someone being like, I moved to Austin from San Francisco, and I got to tell you, these home prices, they're something else. Yeah, I don't know that I even saw the original tweet, like often is the case. I just saw people dunking on it. Yeah, and uh, he also is like... Did you guys know it's fucking hot here? That's the part of it that I saw people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's so fresh, TC, that I still probably haven't like fully processed uh, how mad everyone is. Um, and I think at a base level, just from the social media part of it, uh, and this is happened to me before this is probably the time that i would mention that has it's been the most outsized version of what i'm talking about but something that even though you felt confident about why you were doing it going in anything on the show doesn't have to be just a guest that everyone being so mad about it afterward it will get to you like, it's just never a good feeling to immediately know, like, how fucking angry, like, so many people are at you. Um, so that's kind of, like, but you know, the first experience I had, even though, like, I mean, I'm I glad still, you still did it despite that. But, like, you know, the, the, the boys' chat's going nuts. I'm hearing from all corners. The boys' chat is going job. nuts. That's very much, uh, that's very much the case. What are we living for if not to make the boys' chat go nuts? Yeah, and I think, I think it's weird because, I mean, we're probably going to at least address it tomorrow um but can i can i throw out an idea you're gonna hate replay it no no uh, I, I don't like replays ever okay that's you true you already heard it if you want to hear it again just call fucking... her and ask her about rich dalrymple well i would like that i i'd like that you conceded in your list of suggested questions to me like she probably doesn't have anything on this, but you know, but you, I wish she did. I'm just saying, think in this vein. <laughs> think in this vein. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'd take calls. We thought about doing that. I think actually. an immediate post take call. I mean, I you didn't have much time. But, yeah. You know, between mattress Mac and, uh, and 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 Jenna calls, I'd I'd vote Jenna calls. Yeah. Again, so you know, just 
my thought process on this whenever was, you get people hot you want to hear from them yep that's true uh it's weird because it, it oddly made me think of like the joe rogan stuff we've been talking about because look this is who, how it started for him you know he just thought he would talk to a newsmaker once or twice and now fucking neil young's trying to kill him <laughs> exactly like when is Neil's uh, gonna draw back his bow with you in his sights next? Watch out! By the way, did you hear that Neil Young like quietly got his music back on Spotify? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that it would—it's a good idea. I know I had not heard that. It is funny to, that he's going back on his commitments. A quiet retreat. But this from isn't your, this isn't how we do it, Neil. We—you need more people hearing it to combat Joe. Because I—I think that if you do get enough people hearing hearing Neil. We're going to be able to cancel out what Joe's doing. Well, I mean, I think he thought it was going to happen again to reference this again right away, like retiring Kobe Bryant's number. Mm. And he looked back and there was no one running with him other than Joni was there. Other than Joni Mitchell. Uh, and the reason I, the conversation. I bring up the Rogan thing is Jenna Ryan has been on. Anybody who listens to this podcast definitely knows this because it was one of the more fun episodes we ever did. But I mean, it was January actually of last year. Mm -hmm. I know that because, well, no, January last year was the actual. No, I think it was pretty immediate. I, I think it was within a week she was on NBC. She was on big NBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like a 45-minute interview. You know, I only did one interview. So I mean, technically two. And there's no new information that has come out about her or who she is since then. Like, yes, she said some more really dumb shit, but the public perception of her now, I would say, is no worse than it was whenever she was on big NBC some months ago, right? And who's coming after NBC? She was on local news uh, before going to prison. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that was like in November or December. So in my mind, I just thought, you know, she's been on the news like quite a lot. Uh, now, could you say that like that we didn't push back as much as as for example, like Big NBC did? Maybe, but I you did really, some. I did. I felt like I did quite a bit, like enough to where there's a zero percent chance that anybody who came out of that interview uh, who disagreed with her beforehand was like, you know what? Actually, she's won me over. Great points. She's won me over. Yeah. So when people say that you're mad about giving somebody a platform. And that's why I actually think that like the uh, having like a defamed virologist on is actually, I would say, more dangerous because that person probably did change a certain number of people's minds or at least plant some sort of seed of doubt. When you just get like a fucking political bag of hot air on, everybody already has their mind made up. Like, I just don't think that the, the if they didn't, I don't think that she won more supporters. That's well, the thing. Is if you anything, guys gave her space to like prove what what kind of person she is, and uh, she did. But that so that's to me like when I try to walk through, I like, just felt like I was one of them lions. Oh my god! When you try to walk through like the logical, no, steps, she said that she was like the Christians in the line. When you try to walk through the logical steps of like why is it bad to allow somebody like that on your show, I would assume that the end point of it is just like it is with Rogan. Like, well. This misinformation could have dangerous effects by planting seeds of doubt or changing people's minds who don't have the information to combat the misinformation they're hearing. That's like the end point of it, right? Yeah. At no point did I ever think that if we did this, anybody was going to walk away from it with like a changed mind in a way 
that resulted in them having like a, a harmful, damaging take or opinion at the end of it. I just didn't see that as even being like remotely possible. So to me, it didn't, I mean, I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't see people being so upset about it. Because I think obviously you did, we knew that people were going to be pretty yeah, fired when, up. When you texted me to let me know that it had gotten booked, you were already like, you know, getting ready. It's still when it happens, you're like, oh, fuck. Dude, what? And, and, I, and I think part of it, too, is like this, this lame little world I live in where, you know, you, you, you spend like several years trying to establish what your principles and beliefs are to make sure that people are very clear about them. Um, signal your virtues perhaps possibly as loudly as you can, as often as you can. Uh, and it just, it ultimately sometimes might not matter. The other thing I was thinking about, uh, not to make this like a full on hang zone companion piece. Uh, and I've mentioned this to Dan, like, and, and, and to pretty much everybody on the show and around the show. I remember, uh, when, when bad radio had Henry Hill on, Mm-hmm. And I was pretty young. Like I mean, either I had just started at the station, or it was right. It was certainly before. the old building. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But he was in studio. Yeah, yeah. And I remember at the time because yeah, I, no, I remember. I remember meeting him. Yeah. So okay. So it was probably within six months, plus or minus, of when you and I were hired together. You obviously were there beforehand as an intern. I remember thinking at the time, man, that's fucked up. Like Henry Hill's actually responsible for. Probably dozens of deaths. Yeah. And then the older I got, I remember thinking back to me at that age and being like, that's really lame, dude. Like, oh, he killed people. You, well, I mean. <laughs> no, I, I actually think I'd like to give a hearing to, uh, but go ahead. You're well, I just, point. I just, I remember thinking back, like the older I got, like, dude, they're doing a radio show. They're not, that does not, that does not mean you're implicitly signing off on all of this person's actions. I think most people are smart enough to understand that. And I just felt dumb about that, like the the older in life I got. And the other thing I thought yeah. about was how mad, and I understand that this comparison does not hold, but we're just talking about like controversial guests in general, like was how mad a lot of people, you included, I think, were uh, when the Musers most recently had President Bush on. Sure, yeah. And so everybody has a thing, right? Because you were pretty fired up about that to the point where you were like, hey, if this gets offered to you guys, you should turn this down. And I remember, again, at the time, Well, that wouldn't be my first option. The first option would be have him on and ask him about Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Dave Bliss, Ask him if he has any uh, messages for uh, the people at The Hague in (laughs) in terms of what kind of cell he would prefer. So I don't know. My head's just kind of been spinning thinking about it. And again, I know a lot of people are really upset and maybe they'll never listen to anything that we say – earnestly again but yeah i don't know dude like uh, i felt you just like gotta ask was, yourself what you want i felt you know? like i would have listened to that and i also feel like i would have listened to it in a hundred percent known like this woman is is a moron and the way that they're allowing her to basically talk herself into these moronic uh corners and then you know jabbing when it's time to jab i felt like it went fine but. Yeah, I I think that there are folks that uh, their ideal world is one in which uh, the people who disagree with them just don't exist. Uh, you know, and I don't know if if that was an option on the table, um, but it's not, and there's no there's no uh, clean way to it. Uh, you know, others in the past have tried, and it's just turned out terribly. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we we are going to have to live with these people, and if you do, I mean, like. 
I don't know. Of all the people to to want to to be like, you just can't give a platform to the ideas. Like the the virologist thing is like an interesting uh, like counterexample to consider because that's someone who's articulate enough that you probably can like if you're not armed with as much information, which almost no one is. You start to be like. But am I? Should I to do that? <laughs> you know. Um, whereas, like her, like the closest she got is her being like, you know, they said 150 police officers kill themselves, and I don't think that's true. Well, I doubt she's got all the numbers right there. But but that was one where it's like, boy, she's really starting to get off into the weeds and ask some questions. But like, I don't know. I yeah. I I just. I don't think that she's a, a danger. I think that she is a vector for misinformation quite clearly. I don't think that she's a dangerous vector for misinformation <laughs> and I didn't because feel like, she's an idiot. Yeah, I didn't feel like she was either. So I'm interested about all of the uh, the details around it. Uh, like, how, how does this get booked? I, let's start there. How does this get booked? I don't think it was hard, man. I think it was the last time we were doing a story making fun of her <clears throat> and us saying, as we often will, we should get her on. I remember the, yeah, the conversation with Blake. I think that he was very like, yeah, what do I do? Send an email to general. And, and then like a week later she was on. Yeah. So. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that she's uh, more than willing to, 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 so to did spew. she reach out? No, I don't think so. And I honestly don't know the mechanics of, of okay. how Blake, decided to contact because i know i don't, that, I don't uh, think i don't i did not gather that it was that difficult someone at bap obviously like has her whatever because she had the show on bap that's right yeah so and blake is uh he's very good at finding ways to get things done like that so i have i have no idea though yeah cats off him and then um was was there any uh anything of interest uh before or after you know whenever she arrives what what did you guys i it sounded like you did see her tweet about the she like tweeted from the lobby yeah i didn't see that dan obviously did because i was like okay what is he referencing here and then i went to her her twitter account um she told us beforehand that she has had a number of interview requests since she got out last week and she's turned them all down okay now whether that's true or not i don't know one of them probably she, is she said inside edition and then she also said nbc and she's like but i'm mad at them She's like, it's okay we'll make up yeah and then it was time to go that was pretty much it and then any anything after or she just no i mean the thing that i think probably resulted in there not being much after is like the hardest that i threw at her was at the very end yeah yeah and i kind of wanted that to be the case just because it didn't need to become like a big back and forth because that's even less entertaining like then i don't even want to listen to that Somebody who's yeah. not mad about having him on. I don't want to. What are we going to do? Debate? Like she's not. You know, she's a moron. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, 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 I just not. I didn't think that principle. any of the ways that you push back were like. I, I, I don't even think that she'd be like right to be super incensed about it. It's just like I mean, you. It's your legitimately held view for you know facts and reasons that I would support that it was bad that all of those people, you know I mean? Like it, it felt odd to have to say that several times. <laughs> yeah. She's like, mm, I don't know. It, it might've been, it might not have been. I, I just, whatever. And I, I think that I, I, I wonder if the judge listens back to that and has some regrets. 
Like, just because whatever she's like, you know, he said, like, I didn't even get in there for, like, going in the Capitol. He just said, I guess you just got to make an example of people. Like, I I, I don't know. I, I did not read her uh, post-sentencing remarks from her judge or whatever. Um, but I'd be surprised if he was like, Jenna, everything you did was fine, but we have to, but you put yourself at the center of this story. Like, I, I would prefer that it not be fine, in my opinion. If uh, people like it, like that, uh, I mean, she was a member of the mob. Like she was like, I wasn't a member of the mob that long. Well, okay. Right. If, you know, tucked in there is an admission that you were a member. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, I knew you were going to love it. I did love it. So, I mean, that's always a, uh, no. <laughs> just the, the anticipation. The boxes just the, to check right there. The feeling, the, you know, whatever. Just when I, whenever I hit that app, the, the app to, to start the, uh, the listen, it's just a, it's a little rush. It's a little thrill. I just, if it's, if that's all we get, it's enough in my book. I mean, that's kind of the job. That's right. That's right. You, you want to give people reasons to feel alive. Kind of got to try to remember radio. that. But yeah, I mean, obviously it's, I, I'm just, I'm soft, man. Anytime. Anytime no, people, like a, like a bunch of people are really upset with me at once. Sometimes I do recall even, that, and I don't. I found that very psychologically challenging in a way that I would have been very dismissive of. How would I not experienced it? Yeah. So I I do know that it's not. You know who pleasant. does know? Hmm. Jenna Ryan. <laughs> yeah, she's got a little <laughs> bit of an idea now. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was my big. I mean, like how how much of an idiot am i like uh pushing back being like um miss ryan i have a correction but whenever whenever she's going back and forth between like you know the her explanation of um you know why it was actually fine that i said that i won't go to pray won't go to jail because i'm blonde uh was like basically like i was surprised to learn that people read my social media yeah and then Throughout the like two seconds later, and over and over throughout the interview was, well, you know, I do have a background in social media. I'm a coach. social media coach, and so like we're supposed to like, he, she's putting herself out to other people. Like, please hire me, pay me money. I have an excellent understanding of how social media works. But also, I was shocked to learn that anyone reads my social media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. In the moment, that probably would have been something to point out. I mean, I don't, I don't know that it's productive to point it out. You know, I just, just as someone who's listening to it, like my fucking ear starts bleeding, you know, like of just the, 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 the dissonance that's going on here. Like what a fucking huckster that she's going to other people. Like, you know, I know how to work social media, but also no one has ever read my posts in such mm. a deep way that I was shocked to learn that they could find them. Social media coach. Yeah, dude. Like, I, what even, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, I'm, Easter baskets. I'm, I'm brushing up against more social media coaches than I'd like to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then, uh, just the final member mention of the show, leaving the Jenna Ryan topic, but just obviously congratulations on your championship. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You, you won a flag football championship. Yeah, but that in, was big. In the discussion of that, uh, you were – you know, I, don't, I guess I don't probably have grounds to feel as slighted as I did. But whenever you're saying, like, you know, it's just great to get out there and feel competition, and I'm nodding along, like, yes, it absolutely is. And then you were like, you know, physical competition. And then I'd slam my car into a fire hydrant. No, sir. Any kind of competition is healthy. If you think that that flag football championship brought you something, you have no idea the rush of a victory royale. Yeah, when you get a dub. Absolutely. When you drop in. 
I, I got two dubs in two days this week. I guess I don't, you know, and it's been a long time since I tasted that sort of uh, that sort of rush. I was surprised Blake wasn't backing me up on this. Yeah, me too. Competition is competition. If you're, be- uh, if you're besting someone, it doesn't matter if they're... Uh, I would be interested in the science behind that. You know, like I wonder, someone's almost certainly like some neuroscientist has, has tried to figure this out, right? Like if the endorphin release and if the parts of your brain that are working are different, if you're somehow also physically involved. And I'm not saying for sure that it I is. I don't know if it feels the same, but I can tell you it feels good. Yeah, and at least in that case, like you're kind of, you know, I would imagine Battle Royale, you're the, the sole winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victory Royale. Yeah. yeah so... You don't have tried. to share it with anyone else. Hundred people tried. Only one of them got it. That's I huge mean, you for can you, man. play a team. You know, whatever. Duos. But yeah, you can run, run can duos. Do, can do duos. <laughs> I'm I'm usually a solo guy. Although uh, Justin did get his PS5. Oh, that's what man. I know. I've been waiting on that information. I mean, it's been what a do pretty you harrowing journey. A PS5. That's the one you drove to Oklahoma for. <laughs> no, it was just you know where you used to live. It's not that far. Okay, I thought you it was in like, Fort Worth. It was in North Fort Worth. Okay, because weren't you telling me the story about like how people were like driving to places that were they were not like properly distributing them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure that's always the case. Uh, when we're trying to get one for my brother, my mom checked out the Granberry GameStop while they were out there, but to no avail. No avail. No, I mean we we ended up winning on that one. Uh, but no, Justin, I don't, I, he uh, had an instant, he's been trying for, I, don't, I mean, it's not like he was jumping in immediately. He was kind of letting the dust settle some, I think, but it's been months and months now. And there was a point at which he ordered one on Amazon, like got it. And just, uh, he later went back through with like the Amazon customer service, like, all right, at what point does it disappear? And it's the fucking, uh, once it gets to the driver. The Amazon driver was just like, "This is too much." Yeah, I mean, yeah. Am I just gonna deliver this gold bouillon? Or no one, no one would even be mad at me, (laughs) right? Like I bet Justin wasn't. He was mad he didn't have the console. I don't. I don't. But you can't be mad mad at the guy. Yeah, no. I I think it was just you know chalk it up. Hasn't this shit been out for like two years now? Chip shortage. Ah, I forgot about that. But like, uh, are they even still like? Didn't we used to run this back like every three years? I guess hmm. my timeline here doesn't really check out, but I felt like every f- three years was new console. It's definitely longer than that. Yeah, I guess it has to be. But no, this this fives. is a unique... Like, I I remember... Um, I guess my question is, is Nintendo it already out of Wii. date? No, no, definitely okay. not. Um, Nintendo Wii had like a thing for several months, but it's never been anything like this for this long and it is because of supply chain disruption and the related to the coronavirus pandemic i i think this is definitely not true based on the fact that like justin's getting them and like i don't know i just it seemed uh, crazy to me at the time but josh at one point told me that sony had like announced they weren't making any in 2022 or something like that i vaguely remember seeing that story yeah. Uh, and yeah, so maybe it was a story and it's not Josh that got it wrong or maybe it is maybe it's not wrong. I don't fucking know. But uh yeah, you could imagine that like the pent up demand was not being addressed by zero units produced. 
So yeah, it's it's still been uh, crazy out there, but but Justin did get one, so we can can now go duos. And when I saw that uh, that tanker, I guess not a tanker, but that uh, ship on fire the other day, mm-hmm. I did like just because <clears throat> every week or so you'll see somebody tweet about not getting a PS Five, and I did like when I first saw that tweet, think like, oh, please be a ship full of PS Fives. <laughs> Do you I think it ended up being Ferraris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, the the I only saw like one tweet. I, I assume it's the same tweet everyone else saw, but I, I don't know. Um indicating that under maritime law, once the sailors have abandoned the ship, that it's finders keepers. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if you had been in the water nearby and we're able to sneak on and or it wouldn't even be sneak on you get on and right. get one of those ferraris off yeah just drive it off that's your ferrari <laughs> not, what an opportunity not totally sure how you would get it off there from the cargo ship but helicopter yeah, that's your job to you got you got a chopper nearby i would just be in the waters just kind of waiting for this sort of situation and if you if it hits at the right time yeah, I mean, it's yours. You just have to figure out how to get it. Like the time that uh, my friends and I almost drove to San Jose to buy a hot tub. <laughs> what? But it was actually free. Yeah. But we couldn't work it out. <laughs> well, there are still costs associated. Uh, absorbent, exorbitant and uh, uh, prohibitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ultimately, once mm-hmm. we priced out yeah. trailer rental, fuel, lodging. Uh, but it was back in our big eBay days and there was a free hot tub. Well, you're wanted. Yeah, it sounds like this is going real bad with the kid letting me do the <laughs> podcast right now. Um, anyway, she's calling for you specifically. Yeah, you yeah, know? it did. It did sound like that. Yeah, she's not just like pissed. She's pissed that you specifically are down here right a now. A father. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I I want to show you the Sorbo stuff. Okay. Um, and, and some other stuff. So I'm gonna transition over to there. So I might uh, just check in with her as well, if, real quick. I don't know if that would help or not. I don't know. I'm going to get up and walk over the other. Okay, well, I'm going to get over and walk over to this other mic because I want to sit at the computer so that we can, so I can show you some some Sorbo content. That's okay. what's going to go on here. And I got other stuff too. I got another little video to show you. Okay, well, make it quick. Okay. <laughs> it's even louder <laughs> through the when you have headphones on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know if it's getting picked up. I I certainly hope it's not. But yeah, just so people know, we don't we're not actually torturing her currently. Um, it just sounds like it. Okay, so uh, do you want to fill people in? Do you ever remember Kevin Sorbo? Yeah, he's uh, the star of the movie where everyone takes your guns and uh, you have to fend for yourself. He was Hercules or something. He's right? Hercules. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's um, pretty much all I remember him being in, but that was that show was massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone someone pointed out that he's on some kind of like I don't think it was cameo. It might have been cameo, something similar. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he was going for less than uh, a guy who was uh, impersonating uh, Austin Powers. Okay, but in fairness, it was a he was nails impression. <laughs> i've seen that guy before he's Prob- the top he's the top one in the game yeah okay great um so kevin sorbo is a guy that we've uh, been interested in 
And, uh, you know, I, I, you do get to him a lot through his movies, but as he's been highlighting, it's been difficult to get some of those finance lately. So uh, it's kind of tough to get as much Sorbo as you, as you want. And I was doing my favorite thing that I've ever done in my entire life, uh, scrolling through TikTok and was just hoping, you know, just hope against hope that if I keep flipping, I'd get something Sorbo. And uh, I've got great news. <laughs> okay. So there's a Sorbo TikTok. Better than that, dude. Kevin Sorbo has his son that's got a big talk. <laughs> okay. Uh, Feed me. Yeah, here you go. All right, we'll turn this down. Um, so, Dad. Yeah. A little while ago, last week, uh, this company came to me. And they offered me sex with a Victoria's Secret model in exchange for doing a video on TikTok promoting some kind of bathroom cleaner. I'm so, what is that supposed to mean? It means that they offered me a Victoria's Secret model in exchange for promoting a bathroom I don't cleaner. think that's possible. No, it is. And obviously, okay, so I said no. I'm a oh, good guy. Good. I'm a good guy. I said no. I have, you know, um, a good morals. morals. Yeah, I have morals and I have a strong willpower. How strong, you might ask? I as strong ask. as Ajax. Now scented in <laughs> vanilla and lemon... <laughs> Okay, it's just we got a king. We got a king on our hands. He hasn't done a single one that doesn't have Kevin Sorbo in it. Although uh, (laughs) the only other one that doesn't is uh, this one that he filmed at uh, Turning Points USA's conference. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) So to uh, set the scene here, the kid appears to be about eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I think that somewhere he said he was born in two thousand one. Okay, so in that in that range. But look, looking fairly young, and uh, I don't know, just <laughs> he's got the phenomenal sorbo locks for sure. Yeah, but he's he's just so he he perfectly encapsulates what I would imagine like a TikToker and also like the the son of a a famous person that's like just kind of like because yeah, it's it's not like he's trying to like make his own deal here, just. Every single TikTok starts with, hey, dad. Dad, I've come to a realization. Okay. Necrophiliacs and alcoholics have a lot in common. Such as? For starters, they love cracking open a cold one. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so just built often around jokes like that. Uh, he just, he's on r slash jokes. Yeah. But he presents dad, it to Hercules. I have a business proposal for you. All right, okay? what, is it, what is it this time? So hear me out. Right? You know condoms. Right? Yeah, and you know how condoms work, obviously. Clearly I don't because you're here, right? Alright, you know what, never mind. This is a stupid idea. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that one, uh, that's like a C grade. Yeah, but uh, just, you know, we, I, I don't know if you uh, had another way to like kind of, first of all, see what Kevin Sorbo's house looks like. <laughs> it's not a need that I, I the thirst I had to have quenched, but but uh, you know just just gotta just get more sorbo. His son is on here just constantly That's giving a lot you more of TikToks. sorbo. Like I feel oh, like yeah. a quick scroll was no, uh, they, we're they in the hundreds. Keep going down. Um, yeah, no, I mean I was trying to. I I should have. I've had two weeks to to get this, but. There was uh, some that I was trying to make sure that I got to you, and I'm, I'm trying to find them, and it's, it's just much harder than I thought that it was uh, because there's so many of them. 
but yeah, no, um, we we just got a lot of store focus. It's fucking, I don't know. I I, I like uh, Brayden. I think his name is Brayden. Of course it is. <laughs> I like Brayden. So I'm, I'm trying to like uh, refrain from like just uh, as a reflexive thing, like referring to him as a dipshit son or something, because I don't think he's a dipshit. Uh, I think he's a, a fun guy. I think both can be true. I think this is randomly. Hey, Dad, I recently uh, had an epiphany. What's that? Well, if you think about it, PETA is probably one of the craziest charities out there. One of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, name their charity where 89% of the rescues end up dying. Make a wish. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) How great is that? So he's also feeding Hercules lines, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes it a little less. Uh, of a pop you also to me. love just that, like Hercules was like, "Yeah, dude, let's roast Peta." Yeah, he fucking hates Peta. Just getting any also, kind is Peta of uh, a charity. I don't know. That feels like an odd distinction. Yeah, kind of some sort an of activist uh, group. Yeah, in- interest group. I would. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so oh, you're I'm, really surfing over there now, brother. Well, I'm, I'm leaving Sorbo. <laughs> Uh, then that's that. that's the Sorbo update. Okay, his son's got a TikTok. There's a lot of stuff on there. It's pretty great. Um, and then I'm gonna play for you something where I I was thinking about how to uh, introduce this, and I wanted to say like uh, you know I'm, I'm not playing this because it's funny, or I'm not playing this one doesn't have any. Don't anticipate any funny content. I just want you to listen to it, and then then I'll then I'll let you know. Um, but I realized that wouldn't be true because. There's actually, despite the the primary point being revealed later, uh, plenty in here that's funny. Okay, but uh, we have we have another main character on the IJB uh, masthead, OJ Simpson, and here's uh, one of one of his uh, recent uh, uh, messages. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Oh, you sound solemn. We all have ups and downs, and I've certainly had my share of them, and. Inevitably, you're going to have those downs, and normally that that could be associated with losing loved ones and family. Well, yesterday I lost one of my two oldest and dearest friends, a guy named Wayne Bradley Hughes. I met Wayne when I was a student at USC at an alumni affair, and it was almost like love at first sight. I mean, we just became best friends, and over the years we did so much together. I, I was reminiscing about us. Learning to ski together and going to Aspen and Vale became an annual event for us. I remember traveling through Europe with young girlfriends. Well, okay, that clearly I I, I spoke too soon, but I'll back it up. I just want to register my vote that he's going to mention fantasy football here. I don't. No, I don't think he. I don't think he gets into fantasy football. Okay, I thought. Well, I remember when Wayne took. Larry Johnson. This is one of the over. few times the Jews can make it through one of these without <laughs> mentioning fantasy football. Veil became an annual event for us. I remember traveling through Europe with young girlfriends together, <laughs> girls that we would later marry. Whoa. Uh, I remember him. What happened after that, Juice? <laughs> Me back east on a sales trip. He was trying to sell uh, city officials and investing in his new company, a company that I originally told him I didn't think would work. That company was public storage. Wayne went from being a self-made millionaire to being a billionaire. I guess on my part, you would call that a shank. (laughs) It it, it gone. 
Holy we attended a, just a little golf. Each though. mother's funeral. Yeah, but also a knife yeah, reference. Oh, yeah. You know, the, uh, <laughs> of children <laughs> that we both lost. I just know about his football. It all, he said in my world. We remain consistent with our love for USC. Oh. We uh, cheered and celebrated and in recent years sort of commiserated <laughs> together. Uh, Wayne was not a religious guy. He didn't believe in religion. But he lived as Christian a life of anybody I've ever known. He was just a good, solid guy. Honest to a fault, almost. Oh. My condolences to his wife and family, Tammy, Wayne Jr., grandchildren. and Wayne, buddy, God rest your soul. Thank you for being my friend through thick and thin. God bless. Take care. Man. Okay. Yeah, no, that delivered big time. Cause uh Wayne, he didn't he didn't kill his young girlfriend. No, no, he didn't. Uh I, I didn't play that oh, because it was funny or anything. I played that, Jake, because I received an email from an inside source confirming beyond the shadow of a doubt in my mind that Wayne named the Al Cowling Storm. Whoa! You got to the bottom of it. Someone was listening to us and knew more information than you and I did. And I uh, was just like, hey, you know, if you want to look at this, this, and this, I just want to let you know it does have significance in your search. Okay, so, but let's not uh, give up our theories here. Is this possible that it was somehow laundered? Not laundered, but like certainly Juice talked about this with Wayne, right? I so, think so. Yeah, yeah. Because the you know he's talking about it when Wayne Wayne died. This was the donation obviously occurred uh, well before yeah, a couple of years before then. So yeah, a hundred percent. Juice is with his buddy Wayne, and he's like, "Man, you know it would mean a lot to me, Wayne. I just want to get a dorm named after AC. You you've been around AC. You love AC. <laughs> you love AC. We were in Vail with AC." It's 15 million, buddy. I mean, I, I have no idea. You know, I mean, like, I who knows if OJ's even pitching him, you know? Like, AC's probably also hanging out in Vail. Like, yeah. maybe he just loves AC. Uh, and but AC, just, you yeah. do that for me, Wayne. <laughs> AC, I do that for Juice. <laughs> I know how much this means to Juice. That's awesome. Phenomenal work. Yeah, I mean, you know, not, not work. Listeners. You know, just, yeah, just the, uh, wow. you know. People helping out, uh, be, being a friend of the podcast. But yeah. By giving a platform to a murderer. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> what, what are yeah, you doing is, here? Is that what you're, is this going to be from now on? Just uh, anytime anyone no. comes up, it's just platform. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. That's, uh, that's fantastic work. Good job. Yeah. No, thank you to him and thank you to OJ for <laughs> touring around Europe, <laughs> young girlfriend. But he, he just uses shank, huh? Well, it's a golf term. Yeah, but and like, what does the family of Wayne think? Like when they see that, do they? That's one of the things I'm most fascinated by with the juice is not that he's tone deaf enough to wear, and blissfully so, thankfully, to do this on social media. But the people in his immediate circle, when he got out of jail, I really thought, like, you know, I mean, I guess something would pop up every once in a while. If you told me that he was going to start a Twitter account that was exclusively videos, <laughs> it started with, hey, Twitter world. 
And uh, do you remember whenever like it, there was controversy over uh, controversy controversy over which OJ account was the OJ account? Like in the first couple weeks of it, I guess kind of yeah. Vaguely remember that, um, and like he was battling with them, like you're not OJ, I'm OJ, and they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm o, I'm OJ. And, like he obviously had no idea how to handle that. Mm-hmm. By the way, what the fuck is happening with Dick Butkus? I'm already annoyed by it. I vaguely remember something. You haven't seen Dick Butkus's verified Twitter account? Isn't he tweeting all the time? Nonstop. Yeah. But he, he tweets like football drill. <laughs> so like, I feel like it has to be somebody. Grandson. Grandson. Braden sort of situation. Braden Butkus. It's a Braden Butkus situation. <laughs> I mean, Dick Butkus is 79. Yeah. And his tweets are super topical. Uh, they're written in a style that is, you know, modern Twitter. Yeah, I I don't know. I I have again, a I'm real hard time imagining my grandmother of a similar age pulling that off. But there's no chance. Different people are different. You have to acknowledge that. Like, Gil doesn't tweet for himself anymore. Yeah, Gil Lebreton, not Gil Lebreton, Gil Brandt. Yeah, uh, always has like some fire tweets, and then you're like, "There's no way that's actually like." He may have kind of verbalized this to you, mm-hmm. like, "There's no way Dick Butkus wrote." Maybe the world needs butt coin can be used to purchase deep dish pizza and Chicago beef. I do love that. There's no way Dick Butkus is tweeting about Hank the Tank. Yeah, that was but you you're burning me like the only thing I told you asked Jenna Ryan when I was Dalrymple. I I want to hear her diving in on Hank the Tank. It's gonna be a sad day and it's not gonna be far away. It's today, probably. Yeah. Once he got smeared by the New York Times, the New York Slimes. How does that happen? Uh I think the way it happens like and- they're choosing what to cover. They're in their pitch meeting. I think the way it happens... There's there's a bear thousands of miles away. Well, so... got into some houses. Do you remember the first time you ever learned that, you know, papers like the New York Times or television networks like CNN, like, have people in every big city and, like, lots of them? It's weird that there's anyone employed by the New York Times that is not a resident of New York. Yeah, like, I remember learning that there was a CNN office in Dallas. Yeah. It was small. The Dallas Morning News has an Austin reporter that they live in Austin. Yeah. Even though Dallas is in the name of their publication. That one you can almost get because it's just government-related, right? It's capital-related. It does short-circuit me a bit, though, obviously. But there's, there's you know, people all over the country, and, and obviously there's freelance people, too. But, yeah, when I first learned that, yeah, there's like a wash... No, the one that really got me was that there was a D.C. person for the Dallas Morning News. Yeah. Now, this is like Halcyon. I, I don't think there is anymore. No, I don't think there is anymore. I doubt there's even an Austin one. What You're saying that's currently uh, the case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, what about, like, and you know, who knows, are they like also the Chronicles person or, you know, like they might just, I, I don't know. Dude, back that. 10, 15 years ago, they definitely were not. Yeah. And I, I think that they might still be a full-time employee of Dallas Morning News exclusively. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, uh, like Washington Post, the, uh, having like someone in like Beirut. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, that's not even the same country. It's not the same country. Those people, I think, are a lot more commonly used by several sources now. But did that, you see? I assume you did. It was kind of annoying. Like it's one of the everything on Twitter. Like the first time, I'm like, 
absolutely enraptured and blown away. And the second time I'm like, this is fucking boring. I've already seen this tweet. Uh, but the guy that gave news reports from Ukraine in six languages. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a second to figure out why I was so impressed by it. Yeah. I think these are pretty basic reports. He's not getting hit in the nuts. <laughs> no. Nobody's, you know, there's no hurricane. He didn't get hit by a car. Go broad. And I'm assuming that it's a different language every time it changes the can like, really logo. only tell two of them apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got, yeah. You can fool me. This one sounds like Spanish. The other three are not Spanish. Are I got there the three? One. I don't know. I got the one. Just but fucking a lot of that shit sounds exactly noises. the same. Man, that was one of the coolest things about grad school was because uh, I didn't really do like a ton of media stuff in undergrad. Mm -hmm. It was I did it as a minor, just bowling, just bowling. But. Uh, it seemed like my, I don't even, there were not that many undergrad courses uh, that were media related and you had to do like PR, you had to do like communication strategy. So I remember uh, when I got to grad school though, and almost all of those classes were taught by like fucking hard, long in the tooth newspaper warriors. Yeah. And they had been there most of their life was during the time. Afghanistan for Russia reasons, not America reasons. That's right. They'd been there during times uh, where newspapers were making money like the Sackler family. Yeah. Like yeah. Their, their profit margin was like 24% or something. It's just so impossible. I mean, like, it's, uh, they, they had this grift. I, I know we don't usually have younger listeners, but to them, I want to let you know <laughs> that the only way you could find out the movie times was to buy this thing that also told you yeah. what was happening in Beirut. Yep. And it was unclear to them which one you were purchasing it for. But you were purchasing it. Who everyone cares? was for yep. several, you know, like, I mean, I think it was like uh, 35 cents or something. But everyone, all the time, every day, you're just putting 35 more cents in. Uh, so they were just floating in cash. Hey, uh, I heard uh, you saying that you wanted to buy a new recliner. Or you <laughs> yeah. wanted to buy a recliner, but not a brand new recliner. <laughs> the only way for you to get that is to read this story about uh big 12 wrestling yeah so <laughs> like, a hot what? lady hot lady at the club but didn't get her number well you've come to the right place it's she just... might take out a little spot <laughs> yeah but in order to see that spot <laughs> you also have to read this report uh about this murder that happened uh nowhere near anywhere you've heard of and they got you on the hook mm -hmm. it's an amazing like you know you gotta pay for the whole week too you got to pay for the whole week. If you really want to be a, an idiot and go buy it piece by piece, you can, but that's going to cost you 10 times as much. And like, just, it's kind of like whenever I used to like occasionally hear 80s radio stories from Doyle King. Mm -hmm. like oh, when yeah. He would fill in for traffic and I was yeah. doing the top 10 and he would just be in a production room and he's just like, oh, brother, you missed out. <laughs> he could kind of sense that I felt like a guy who had missed out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he wanted to make sure you understood that. Right. He did not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the, you did definitely miss out. I mean, unless you didn't want to do cocaine on top of a Wendy's. Yeah. And he had stories about doing it on top of like vans. Like we would just <laughs> ride the van around, you know, like kind of like street team style. I'm like that sounds amazing. Yeah. And yeah, the, the grizzled veterans that would then teach classes because that's kind of a soft landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like a lot of those – because the other thing about it is they were also part of uh, – because they sold movie times, very strong unions mm -hmm. and like got like pensions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After re retiring from selling 
uh, used futons. That that had to <laughs> be bonkers. like number one. Just as far as like problems faced by the industry, you know, like the second that like Craigslist exists. Oh, that's what it is for sure. Then it's just like, boy, we were kind of under the impression this cash cow was going to continue on forever and made some pension obligations under that impression. That is 100% what happened. This is tough. That is 100% what happened. Like 444 film they're like well yeah but you still gotta like call and write it down mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. kind of a beating yeah but once you got yeah it was just craigslist and of course other you know adjacent products yeah someone should write a thesis about this i think you did and then deplatform them that person what <laughs> yeah. i don't even know well because of the thesis because because of the thesis. i would do that just it's uh someone like whose family was hurt by the death of the newspaper industry trying to silence your voice yeah that's that's it's gonna bring you down not someone mad about the jenna ryan thing i'm sorry everyone okay <laughs> or let's just re-rack tomorrow or you're It'll welcome fine. whichever is appropriate it's up to you all right that's it for tonight the high school special is next so until tomorrow for everyone who's been a part of this one i'm tc and jake we do thank you for watching good night